0: What if you, with purpose and mindfulness, decided to surround yourself with positivity? What if you walked away from negative energy? What if you were constantly the positive energy in every room you walked into until it became so contagious that you positively impacted everyone around you? How would that impact your life? You're listening to Compassionate Mindfulness with Zenia. A podcast that will inspire you to use your story to change the world. Welcome to Compassionate Mindfulness with Zenya. This is your host, Tanya Munuma. Before we get started, if you haven't yet booked a free session with me, click on the link in the description. I'm a transformational coach specializing in helping women over 29 attain body, mind, and spirit transformation without feeling overwhelmed. And if you're an aspiring business owner, I have a great program for you too. There is massive value in someone holding space for you, and I would love to do that. So if you find any value at all in these episodes and in any of the content I share and you feel compelled to help me in my vision to contribute to the biggest rise in human consciousness and transformation we have ever seen, think about getting an accountability partner. Consider booking a free call with me to see if we're a good fit for each other. Go ahead and click on the link in the description and we'll take it from there. No obligations, of course. Oh, and if you aren't there yet, no worries. If you could please, Take the two-minute questionnaire to help me get to know you. You actually don't even have to tell me your name. It will just help me serve you better when we do eventually meet. Many thanks and many blessings. And now, let's get to the episode. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining. On today's episode, from sunny California, I speak to Shilpa, who went from corporate America to a regular meditation practice. Shilpa shares how meditation changed her life. Enjoy, guys. Hi, Shilpa. Thank you so much for joining.
1: Hi, Tanya. So excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, what led you to meditation, and what it's brought to your life.
1: Absolutely. Well, I um, was introduced to meditation from a young age. The whole spiritual, um, religion, Hinduism was all part of my upbringing. And as I grew older, I took more and more interest in it. At different points in my life, I might've been a little bit of a rebellion, like, well, it's it's too much. What I learned was the dogma part wasn't what I wanted. But as you, navigate life you learn that the tools that you need often aren't at hand and then i realized aha meditation's always been there
0: That's it's right. and, and you say it's been a part of your life because you're indian right you absolutely yeah. so my uh,
1: my heritage is indian um i was born in california so i'm really a valley girl right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, my parents were very orthodox strict hindus And from a young age, they had also been influenced by Yogananda. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. So he introduced um, meditation and Eastern philosophy from India, early part of the 1900s in the United States. Mm -hmm. And it was pivotal in influencing multiple souls within the United States, as well as the... work in meditation came out of where I live in Encinitas
0: so I'm, I'm sorry but it cut off for a little bit yeah. you said that from the 1900s and he touched a whole bunch of souls oh yeah so
1: Paramahansa Yogananda he came to the United States and influenced multiple souls within the east uh, from eastern philosophy to the west and it was a time where western um civilization was still looking for something that would allow them to ground themselves from the materialism. And so I had that as of my background. I understood it. And as I grew older, I found myself sometimes drifting in and out of more of the um, practices, if you will. And it wasn't until the last three to five years of my life where I thought I really want to go deeper and i've always um, been spiritual but whether it was due to personal life pain points or um, challenges i may have faced in different parts of my life i realized i needed something that goes deeper not only in terms of how i carry myself on a daily basis mindfully right also learning to find the stillness and recognizing that that stillness is accessible to me all the time.
0: Right, and correct me if I'm wrong, there was a real breaking point because you come from the corporate world, right? Was that kind of where it all started for you where you realized something needs to
1: Oh, absolutely. To um, I I spent 25 plus years in technology. I had worked towards my PhD, left with my master's, was on the fast track for quite some time. and. I found myself as I got deeper and deeper and going higher in the corporate ladder that the culture was um, a little bit stifling at times. I found myself not breathing, um, often really stressed out and anxious. And it came to um, a head when my mom suddenly passed away. Mm. So I needed to learn to do something beyond just cope Because to me, coping is such a limiting way of looking upon how strong we are as souls. We need to cope. We we can manage our life around meditation and mindfulness. So around that same period, when all these things were happening, um, I became certified in kids yoga, certified in um, vinyasa yoga, and I started looking, like, well, how can I fine-tune these skills beyond just what I had been trained with through Yogananda?
0: Right. And
1: so um, I came upon Sura. Now was about two or three years ago. And I felt like the universe had already put, put things in work. I was okay. like, I was soul-searching. I'm like, I, I love what I do in corporate, but I don't love doing it in corporate. How can I take these skills, n- enable women to be a better version of themselves and learn that there's more to them this rat race of what I was stuck in.
0: That's right. And just explain for uh, people who don't know Sura, um, when you say you found Sura, just explain to the people.
1: Mm-hmm. So Sura um, was in Wall Street and she essentially had very quickly accomplished a lot in her life and she, had a crossroads, just like I had only later in my life. But very early on, she realized there's gotta be more to this. So she traveled through Asia, she went to India, she studied the scriptures, she studied meditation styles, and she had her own YouTube channel. And somehow through the serendipity, I started following her, and each time she would be on, I would be like, she's so grounded, she's so calm. How can I be like that? And so I would follow her over the course of many years, unbeknownst to me that her program, which she had created, is called Liberate. Right. And I was drawn to her, and then I eventually realized, end of 2019, that I need to do something. I got it. like, this is before I even knew COVID was about to hit. Like, I need to make a drastic change. So I um, booked a call on January 1st, with her, and I pulled the trigger to join Liberate, an intensive program. You study a variety of philosophies, so to speak, around meditation and styles, and you get exposed to a variety of concepts that I really believe will help me further omni-mindfulness.
0: That's right, because you're already on that path with the certified um, yoga teachings and and your background, basically. So this was just another stepping stone to something else.
1: Well, unbeknownst to me, I had created Omni Mindfulness two or three years ago, and I knew I was going to do something bigger with it, but I didn't know what. I was somehow already on the path of life coach, mindset, meditation coach as my new pivot career path.
0: That's right. That's so nice. Uh, so can you give me an example of compassionate mindfulness in the life of Shilpa?
1: Absolutely. I, it doesn't take much to really jump in. And the first word that comes to my mind is something cliche, but it's true, which is being present in the moment. Yeah. But there's an element that's often forgotten. And I believe this resonates on a deeper level as i have gone deeper into liberate the training mm-hmm. and refine my own practice i realized awareness is a huge element of it so being present is one thing but also conscious awareness of my thoughts the thoughts are vibrations it is the energy and being aware of my behavior my tone especially as a mother yeah you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And so these elements, as well as a new facet of it came through within the next last six months, which is awareness of my energy. How can I manage this energy? So I've incorporated qigong Gong and other things into my life that have helped me better manage this energy. So compassionate living on a daily basis really is also about not just being present in the moment, but being aware of these things, being aware of my
0: breath. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. I I totally agree. If there's one thing that we got out of this course, it is that we, the, the awareness part of it, where just listening to your breath for half a second can make such a difference in like a stressful situation or a situation where you might blow up on somebody, but then you realize, okay, there's another way I could react. (laughs) It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty powerful.
1: And it's also neurologically creating new pathways in the brain as, as you breathe into that moment, as you, what do I say to take a moment and pause?
0: Yes. Yes. Like you say, it sounds cliche, but it's such a, a huge part that if, if people were to kind of just, take that simple breath or a pause it would make a world of a difference and it leads me to my next question actually what do you suppose this mindset of of compassionate mindfulness would would look on a global scale if more people would adopt it
1: well and again so this goes back to individually we are often misconceivingly thinking we are just one here i am this (laughs) this is my space yeah it turns out We are a pebble, and when you throw that pebble, there's a ripple, and that ripple is we're all connected energetically. So the same philosophy that I take on my own daily mindfulness, I believe that's the same thing we need on a heightened level globally. So being present could mean, am I being present on how we're impacting the environment? Uh, how we are looking upon one another in terms of racial differences. Yeah. But also awareness. Like it, Sometimes we have these preconceived notions we're not even aware of. That's probably limiting our way in which we're treating others around us. Absolutely. So the same things about awareness of energy, awareness of thoughts, awareness of how we are behaving, uh, it will impact us globally.
0: Yes, yes, and I love how you say that we're we're so connected, and it's kind of um, it's crazy that we're living in a pandemic right now. And how clearer can it be that we are so connected? It's it's oh, yeah. it's kind of scary how connected we are when we think of what we're going through right now. And and you're right, if the ripple effect, if you're compassionate, and go about your day like that you kind of attract that and people who see it, they're like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess she's nice. I guess I could be nice too. You know, it's that kind of ripple effect as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. The vibration level meets my mom yeah. would always say water always meets its own level yeah. and often had energetic discomfort. I probably felt when I was in corporate was probably because the energy was perhaps different or it was pulling me down. That's right.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad you were able to join us uh, uh tell us a little bit more about your your venture and life after liberate what you're going to be doing any business um you uh, mentioned the name of your website no business
1: yeah um so my son's name is Ommi and my mom who I was very close to she named him and she would say Ommi meaning mm. The vibration of the universe yes. the permeating sound we call them omni and so on this spur of a moment like it was inspiration hit when i got certified with my kids yoga and i thought i want to call it something cool name it after my son and <laughs> i figured out that nobody had bought the domain name i'm like how can that be so <laughs> omni mindfulness stuck and three years later fast forward somehow i was on the path unbeknownst to me so I have created the site, I'm, I have figured out what my offerings are, it is for uh, women in their midlife, mom entrepreneurs, who are navigating their path to discover their higher purpose, right. and have someone provide the tools and techniques for mindfulness and uh, meditation as well as life.
0: That's so nice. I have no doubt you're going to be very successful in this. You have a beautiful energy. And again, I thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Shilpa.
1: Absolutely, Tanya. It was my pleasure. I'm looking forward to all the lovely things you're doing as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Many thanks and many blessings.